my dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Ralph, I got a question for you. Um, so this is this is unique because you bought a right. podcast, right? Can you speak to that a little bit? I mean, you know, how did you think about valuation there? Like what numbers can you share around this? Yeah, Anything? so uh, my CFO, who is very, very smart, very well-versed in M&A, worked for KPMG for years and years. He's going to love to hear that because it'll just pat his ego. But we tried to put together an actual model because if you go Google, like how do you you know, how do you, uh, you know, how do you actually figure out the worth of a podcast? It's nearly impossible. There's like one blog post. So what we tried to figure out is we tried to figure yeah, it's probably Niels. Niels. Yeah. And it also says yeah. that Niels podcast then, is worth the best. Yeah, and then so it's Niels that. agency, which is a podcast <laughs> agency. Uh, no mention of Eric on that one too, I'm sure. But the point is, is the, the, yeah. the thing is, it's like nobody actually knew how to do that. It was really, it was a value. So, I mean, I was negotiating with Ryan Dice, who's a pretty good negotiator. So he's like, it's worth X amount, which is an enormous amount. And we said, well, when we really think about what the revenue is times what it's relatively worth for us at that point in time, they were selling, we, we said, okay, we'll sell it. We'll buy it for, I believe it was two to three X what their ad revenue was, which is gross. And we're like, that's a really fair price. But we also knew we went back through all of our leads and we figured out what is this podcast actually really worth? That was a different number. So the number that Ryan came up with was higher than what it was actually worth for me, but we got it at right around maybe a little bit more than what it's worth to us on an annual basis for what we bring in for an individual customer. So it's a great way, obviously, here we are talking here today you know, for, for co-promotes, this kind of stuff, you know, teaching and obviously doing presentations and, and speaking great for that. You guys all know. And obviously it's great for business. They listen to a hundred podcasts. Eric, you can't tell me they're like, I listen to a hundred podcasts. So you know, like I'm ready to hire a single grain right now. Uh, definitely not Neil, but the point is, is that, you know, you guys <laughs> like you understand the value of it. So we valued it based upon what we thought our value was to the podcast. And we paid a little bit more than we wanted, but I think in the end it was, it was a worthy investment. 
so you didn't pay two to three X on the ad revenue, but you, maybe you came down yeah. like in the middle, maybe like one, one point five X. We, we started a two to three X ad revenue. I think we paid like five X ad revenue at that point. And dice wanted okay. like 20 X, you know, he's just greedy. Wow. 20 X yeah. ad revenue. That's crazy. That's he's like, yeah, dude, I could, <laughs> Good for I him could to get on there and sell a hundred M threes like that. If I was the host, I'm like, oh, well, I don't know if you could, but the point was, is uh, how about you should have said, right. Nice. Turn and sell a hundred like M three. You can't even sell a hundred M threes. That's right. Doesn't he cap it out at a hundred? Uh, yeah. But anyway, the point was, is like, he got what he wanted. I got what I wanted. We met somewhere in the middle. And it all worked out and we're, we're still friends or at least friendly. He hasn't changed his phone number on me. Like, you know, other people have, so. <laughs> you, you know, what's worth talking about then Ralph. I, I mean, it's like, we, we should all talk about it because we've been podcasting for a while. What have we actually gotten from it? Um, we talked about customers, speaking opportunities, like friendships. Right. Um, but a lot of people still come up to me. It's like, what do you actually get from it? It's like, it seems like you're just having fun with it. Yeah. I mean, there is that. I mean, I do have to talk to Cosm twice, twice a week, which is just, you know, kind of a burden. You guys are what, <laughs> like every single day, which I'm sure you batch them all together like we're doing right now. But uh, the point is, is that we actually went back like three years to all our leads and we have HubSpot. We just figured out like, roughly speaking, how much business did we get from the podcast? And we sorted that back out and then lifetime value. And that's really how we figured it out. But uh you know, I tell people all the time, I'm sure you guys get the question like, Hey, should I start a podcast? I'm like, well, you know, I started mine like eight, 10 years ago. Like when I thought I was late to the party, you guys started right, right around the same time. I know for, for a marketing school, uh, you know, would I start one today to do what I'm doing? It's a hell of a lot harder, but I do know that there's a lot of folks that use them yeah, we have we have a mutual friend, you know, Kasim myself, who's also in the private equity sort of M and A space, and he probably gets a couple thousand downloads a month, but he gets a couple thousand downloads a month. The exact right customer that makes him millions. So it depends on what the lifetime value of your customer is. Uh, for us, it's definitely worth it. It was worth our time to to negotiate with you know the digital marketer guys and, and get the podcast and own it ourselves. My dad works in B two B marketing. But I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. 
OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com strategic. oracle.com strategic. By the way, Neil and I have an agency owners group called the Agency Owners Association. All you have to do, just go to marketingschool.io slash agency. Once again, it's marketingschool.io slash agency to learn more. And now back to the show. Cool. All right. Well, I can go down this list or you guys can keep, if you guys have something, go ahead and ask. Well, so I've got a question for Eric and Neil, just out of curiosity. The Y'all are among the most prolific content creators, I think, online, right? And that's not unfair to say. Like, I can think of you and then maybe Dennis, you, and then I don't know who else. How? Hormozy. Hormozy. Say again. Oh, yeah, and Hormozy. You know what's funny, dude, is Hormozy doesn't rank. Hormozy's social, but if you think organic, who else would you pit against these guys? Gary Vaynerchuk does well. Not organic though. You're not talking organic. SEO yeah, organic too. Like, dude, I think you guys are the reigning kings. So, so here's why I'm asking. Here's why where I'm coming because it's a backhanded compliment. There's nowhere for you to go but down at this point, right? You're like you're on the top. If you get usurped, and that's my question because you you've 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 you're at the tippity top. If you get usurped, who usurps you and why? Where do you think your risk is? In getting, you know, overtaken. Dude, let's and- make this spicy costume. Neil's already getting usurped. I, he's he's gotten called out on Twitter yeah. for like everyone's like, thank God Neil Patel's losing his traffic, right? So I've you go first, post. Neil. Yeah. So <laughs> when one. we tend to get outserved, it tends to be by larger brands. It's not, mm. you know, Google admitted to the DOJ years ago that they don't actually understand uh, documents; they fake it, right? So you said that it, recently. Yeah, it, but the I put that out in a tweet recently, but Google said that years ago. And the big misconception is if you have better content, you rank higher. That's not necessarily the case. If you look at it over the last few years, a lot of what's been shifting up in the rankings are bigger, larger brands, which is a hard thing to fake. You know, you, you can build links, you can do a lot of things, but you have to build a good product and service. And you have to give it a long, long time to build a massive brand. Big brands just typically don't happen overnight. Um, and then the other thing that you end up facing, you know, I'll go back to the private equity example that Ralph gave. We used to be really heavy, prolific content creators for the purpose of SEO. SEO has done amazing for my business and my agency. It's caused us to be one of the fastest growing agencies. But there's a big misconception. Ranking on Google for terms like SEO or digital marketing produced little to no revenue for us, right? right? And that's what we used to optimize for. And then when we saw that, we stopped. And then people are like, oh, my God, Neil's traffic is down. Well, my revenue is up. My team and I just shifted our focus from ranking on page one of Google for the term Discord, which does jack crap for us in driving revenue and ranking high up on page uh, two for terms like Instagram, literally the term Instagram. Like 
that kind of stuff is cool, but it's not driving revenue. Yeah. Instead, you have premier marketing agency now that doesn't have our agencies in there. <laughs> See, Eric's on that trail right now. And now he's pissed now. He's pissed yeah. <laughs> but, but what we found is ranking for stuff like, should I have my blog on mydomain.com slash blog or a subdomain? I'm paraphrasing here, but like people typing in those long tail keywords, it's driving us quite a bit of revenue. Mm. Not that one particular keyword, but going after a lot of them that are very technical. That's what's driving us revenue. So we shifted our strategy from SEO to, hey, let's produce content for the masses, for anyone interested in learning about marketing, to let's produce content that's a little bit more technical that enterprise companies would question. How, how do I structure my blog when I'm in multiple languages and countries? That's not a typical question that someone would ask unless you're a large corporation, right? And what we found is creating content around that has increased our revenue. And we've seen it in our numbers. Like we're having a growth year this year over last year, right? Like overall, our business has done well, uh, even with the economy. If the economy wasn't this bad, we would have been probably still growing at 40 to 60% a year. But we found that the growth is coming from really unique content that's solving, you know, complex problems versus what is digital marketing. It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen wolf Badeda, And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side.